It is almost time. Time for summer break. <laughs> yep. It's it's like Frankie Joe has like eight days of school left. Um, so maybe like a few days, maybe a few weeks for some of you. And all of us moms are trying to figure out what in the world we're going to do with our kids for the summer. Let's just get right to it, right? I have group coaching calls every single week inside of the academy. And one thing that came up was, oh my gosh, Chelsea, you should do a podcast episode on this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's kind of coaching a mom through, you know, just what this looks like and what we have decided to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, we totally need to talk about this because I know that there's been a lot of changes. Now, look, we've, we've, we know this, we know this well, we know this playbook now, like the back of our hands, right? We are no stranger to our kids are going to be home constantly while we're trying to get work done. But what is probably really new to us is we have been used to our kids being home and having their learning platforms to show up to. Now, that may have made it harder for some of you or easier for some of you, but summer break, they don't have school, right? And when we, as work-from-home moms have to work in the summer. And now we got to figure out what to do with our kids, right? Because we had to figure out what to do with them too, whenever they were quarantined, whenever they were home, whenever we were in lockdown, whenever we were all these things. And, and we figured it out and we followed a bit of the structure and the schedule and the routine from the schools, which that is what a lot of you have really just come to is, okay, I'm just going to follow whatever schedule they give me and work my life around it. But what I want to talk to you about today is how to not just work your life around your kids, but to actually go into summer with a really good idea and understanding of what this is going to look like on how to have an incredible summer where the kids are happy and you're happy and your house is well kept. And you can still have a lot of fun on summer break too, while you're still holding on to that momentum or at least making some kind of headway or progress or even just maintaining, right? Because maintaining is a great thing, even if you're not doing all the things this summer because you want to do all the things with your family because it's a great time when your kids are off school. We're going to talk about all of it inside of today's episode. So what do you say? Let's go ahead and jump right in. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves. Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, so we're going to get straight to it. So get out your pen and paper and here's what I want you to do. The goal of this episode is to make sure that you have a very clear understanding of how you are going to handle your children, and your work, and your home over summer break, okay? So, step number one, 
I want you to write down on a piece of paper the first day of summer and the last day of summer. So um, I don't even know the actual date. I just know that Frankie Joe has eight more days of school left. <laughs> She's homeschooling. So her like actual final day of school is, is very different. But I, I know that like She's going back into the school system in in uh, the fall. Her sister's actually going with her. Side note, I'm so excited. Frankie Joe goes to a Montessori priest or a Montessori elementary, and Bailey May has gone to a Montessori preschool, which uh, Frankie Joe did too. But they're private because they they don't have the preschools in like the actual school system. So. Anyway, long story short, because uh, this is not about Montessori education, but I just thought that you'd like to know that we are so excited because Frankie Joe's elementary Montessori program is offering a three to five program, which is very indicative of Montessori. They do um, a grade up and a grade below. So there's always three grades together. So three, four and five year olds and the five year olds are the kindergartners, right? are going to be in the preschool and she gets to be in the same wing at the same school instead of me having to drop off two kids in two different places. My mind is blown. I'm so excited. They're going to get to go to school together. So we are very much looking forward to that. We know when the kiddos need to go back to school and we have already planned all of our vacations around all of that kind of stuff. So uh, all I intended to do there was to tell you that you need to know when the last day, when is the first day of summer break or when is the last day of school? And then when is the last day of summer summer break, meaning the next day school would start, okay? Now, when you do that, I want you to write those dates down. Then I want you to look at how many weeks do you have in between? Is it, we'll just go with a set standard eight weeks. Do you have eight weeks of summer break? Okay, from there, this is how Blaine and I have done this. This is step two. I want you to look at your husband's or your vacation time if you're working in um, like a nine to five or a, a typical job, not working from home, not working for yourself. I want you to map out any vacation time. Blaine and I planned his vacation time. Um, if you have any other real like solid commitments that you have to be there for, like we have shared parenting time and so Frankie has different holidays, her dad's birthday, there's my birthday, there's Father's Day, all these things that we had to take into consideration. And so we blacked those out on the calendar, right? Those are not going to be vacation times. Then we went in and we looked at, okay, when would be the ideal time for us to take a vacation based on all of our circumstances? We went through all of that. Then we mapped out our vacation times. He put in for vacation for a certain amount of days. We waited to see if those would get approved. Once they did get approved, then we went to the next layer, which was, okay, now here's the time that we have available for vacations. When are we going to plug in what? So we wrote out a list of the summer vacations that we want to do based on the budget that we have. And um, we filled in, like, so Blaine gets four days off in a row after he's done um like 72 hours of work, which he does in a, in a five day period. And then he gets four days off. So a lot of times we'll just use those four days, but sometimes we want to take longer trips. And so he'll put in for vacation time. So we plugged in like a trip to go camping up North and a trip to go see my dad up North and just different things. Right. And then we want to take a trip to Ohio to go back and see his family or our family all that. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to sit down and do those exact things. Map out when 
your vacations are going to be and what that's going to look like. We still have a few things that we want to put in there, like we want to go to Sunsplash, which is a local water park, but that's just like a day thing, you know? So those are all the things that you're going to get on the calendar. And I want you to do that first over summer. From there, then I want you to go in and look, okay, what weeks do I have left that are solid work weeks, either three, four, or five day work week, right? Where you're just not going to be on vacation the whole week. And we're going to use those weeks, like say maybe out of the entire eight week summer, maybe you're taking two or three vacations. And so you've got like five solid weeks um, or even six solid weeks where you know that it's going to be like, we're sitting at home. (laughs) What are we doing? And then that's the number that we're going to go off of. Okay. So you've got a couple options here. What are we going to do with our kids when we are on summer break so that I can get my work done so that they're not in front of screens 24 seven, that they're happy, that I'm happy, and that the house doesn't just look like the Tasmanian devil went through it, which PS, we just went out of town. Um, and we stayed in a cabin and they only had like we don't have television, like regular television in our house. We don't have cable. We don't have any of that. We have a couple subscriptions. We have like Disney. We don't really watch a lot of TV, but anyway, so they just had like, I guess cable. I don't know. And the Tasmanian devil and Tom and Jerry and Wiley Coyote. And I was like, oh my gosh, these cartoons are epic. Why am I sitting here staring at this for like ever? I was so captivated. I was like, no wonder I loved this when I was a kid. Frankie loved it too. It was so funny. And even Bay did a little bit. But anyway, uh, so I want you to sit down and I want you to think about that. Get that number down and look at how many weeks do you have to where you don't just want to be popping your children in front of the television. And then here's what your options are. So the first thing that I want you to look at is what kind of budget do you have and what kind of programs are available. So I know that in the summertime, typically vacation Bible school is really popular. There's boys and girls clubs, there's summer camps, there's a bazillion different things that you can get your kids into. There's science camps. There's like, when I was a little girl, my mom used to, this is so funny, you guys. I did not even think about this when I was creating this episode. My mom was just so stellar, really. She was. Every summer, she would sit down and she probably planned this stuff out in her little day planner, which, by the way, my mother always had a little day planner my whole life. So I probably came by most of this stuff naturally and didn't really even know it. But yeah, she would take me to like these arts programs, these day programs. Like she'd take me to do all kinds of stuff. And it it wasn't necessarily because she had to work. Maybe she did. I don't remember what she did when I wasn't there. I was it was young. I was in elementary school. And um, those things are totally available for your kids. I remember making like masks one time, like paper mache masks, and it like you made a cast of your face. You know, kind of like they do belly casting now when you're pregnant. But it was that of our face, and we got to decorate it and. I had a bunch of those like theatrical masks that hung on ceramic ones that hung on my wall for many years as a kid. And I remember my like jankety paper mache craft one (laughs) on my wall forever. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. But there's so many options for your kiddos out there. A lot of that's going to depend on budget. So hear me out. That's not your only option. Here's your other thing. I want you to look into kid swaps. I want you to contact your friends. I want you to contact people in your community. If you have people in your church, whatever communities that you're plugged into, I want you to ask them, hey, what are you doing this summer with your kids? Can we swap? Either you can swap 
days, you can swap like I'll take mornings, you take afternoons, I'll take Tuesdays, you take Thursdays, whatever that looks like and start with that if you're not going to get them into any kind of camp or or some type of consistent care because remember you only have 6 weeks to cover here. Now, here's what we have done. This is the this is the the next peeling back the the onion, right? This is the next layer of this. I want you to look at who what resources do you have? in the summertime? Do you have any family? Do you have any friends that can go out even further in those circles? Like I just said, this can go to community members, etc. We've asked grandparents. We have asked every grandparent, actually, can you take Tuesdays for six weeks from this date to this date? And you will know the exact dates and you will know the exact times. And you ask them, hey, can you do this? And we've asked three people. And so we have um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, squared away for our our kiddos in the summertime. And so I'm like, okay, I know I have six hours on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to, to make sure that my kids are entertained. From there, and if you don't have those types of resources, let's go a layer, layer deeper. You, you are going to be the one that has to come up with the activities and, and it's not too late to start this. That's why I'm doing this episode right now. You've got probably a good two to three weeks to start thinking about this. So if you have six weeks, and you can do a combination of both of these, you know, for sure. Sit down and talk to your husbands and talk to your kids and ask them, what do you want the summer to look like? I probably should have started with that first. (laughs) After the whole vacation thing, actually, I like it right where it's at. I do. I like it right where it's at because this is where you're going to go and you're going to gather ideas on what you can fill in in those six weeks. So you've got your vacation squared away. You have all your commitments down on the calendar and you are sitting and you're looking at six weeks of activities. You know when and where your kids are going to be and now they're going to be at home for this set amount of time. Say for those six weeks, they say they just want to hang out. They just want to play. They want to have play dates. Okay, cool. You want to have a play date? You call your friends. Hey, on week one, three, and five of your six weeks, right? Pick out the dates. So basically every other Friday, can my kids come over to your house for a play date and I'll take your kids on the other play date, on the other, the even numbers, right? On weeks two, four, and six, boom, done. You got Fridays covered. Now, the other times, if they're like, oh yeah, I just want to hang out. And you know that that means if they're old enough to say that, right? That means screen time. I want you to think of an activity that they can do. You're either going to be taking them you're going to be setting it up for them. Maybe you're creating like um, a summertime draw where they have um, like a basket or a like a jar, right? Where you've created things that they have to do. And every morning in your AM block, all the kids are home, everyone's home. You draw out of that and everyone is doing an activity together. That includes you, right? And so it's not going to be schooling. It's going to be something fun to do. You can all pitch ideas in together into the jar. And that's what you do for the AM block. Your AM block, if you don't know what your time blocks are, you definitely need to get on that bandwagon. I have a free time blocking resource that you can download off my website. If you go to chelseajo.co, click on free up at the top and you'll see all my free resources there. Or you can just grab it from inside of the Facebook group. Systemize Your Life on Facebook. There is a video pinned to the top with all of the free resources that I offer in there as well. And that is how you're going to get to know what your time blocks are. <laughs> so then that way, 
you're going to have breakfast together. You're going to do this activity. Everyone's going to have fun. You're going to make them clean it all up. You're going to make them help you with lunch. You're going to sit down. You're going to eat. You're going to make them clean up their dishes. The house is going to go back to looking normal 100%. And then you're already at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Time for them to go and be on their merry way until dinner. And now you get to have your work block. Okay, that is how I would structure your time for your summer if you have kids that are grade school age and a little bit older. I definitely would suggest that every single week you know what you're going to be getting your kids into. So create a theme around it. Maybe the first week is like water games and you have one day a week where you can pick as many days as you want where you do like a water theme and this is where you're going to have to look at what what suits your family best. So if week one is water theme, week two is book theme, week three is um, like a an arts and crafts or creative theme, and the next one after that, I don't know, whatever your kids are into, it totally depends. It could be like field trip day where you guys go out and you do something fun. Summertime in Arizona is so unbelievably hot. Like my brain just can't even go anywhere except for indoor activities. It's like the time of year where we literally don't go outside unless we're in the pool because it feels like somebody opened the oven and put your face inside. And if you think I'm joking, come visit Arizona and mm, I like July. Try August. June is sweaty hot for most people, but I say it's warm because I really like to be warm. July is real hot, but we get monsoons. And so I think that July is still nice. Uh, But August and September make your eyes want to bleed. And actually, they don't make my eyes want to bleed. I wear magnetic lashes and the magnets on my eyelashes get so hot in the summertime that when I close my eyelashes, it's like hot. (laughs) Like it almost burns my eyelids because it's so hot. I'm not even joking. (laughs) I'm totally not joking, you guys. You should try. Magnetic lashes are life. They're awesome. I used to do... um, the kind that you would glue on underneath and they came in like little tiny segments. I would do them from home. I'm like DIY junkie over here. Point being, you guys might have really fun things that you can do outside. And so maybe you have a theme for that that week, right? And I would go through and you can either do this, okay? After you've asked your kids what they want, then you go into the next step where you're applying themes to either the entire week or you're applying a theme to every day of the week. Fridays is play day, maybe like a play date, right? Where they go to their friends or their friends are coming over. Maybe Mondays they get to be with grandma and segment your days so every single day of the week has something. Or if you don't have anybody at all and you are completely down with your own resources and that's it, I would set a theme for the entire week so that your mind doesn't get exhausted being the only person managing every single day and having to um like code switch is what I'm thinking of to to have to go in between a theme every single day when you don't have support can be a little bit over exhausting I guess so that is that will be totally up to you and what this ends up panning out and looking like for you and your own family but I would suggest then starting starting to gather those resources, find fun things in the community to take your kids to do. And absolutely, I would focus on these things in the morning block. Maybe you, the real, the real kicker of this entire episode is you need to know how many 
hours a week you need to run your business. And that's something that I teach super hardcore inside the academy. Systemize Your Biz is all about you guys getting to know your business. And if you're just operating in this space where you're always trying to work in what I like to call the mom cracks of the day, and you're operating off of a list constantly 24-7, you're really doing a disservice not only to your potential, but also to your children because you're not really ever going to be present with them and you're not going to be present with them this summer if you don't know that. So if you don't know how many hours you need in your business, you need to figure that out. And if you need help figuring that out, you can join the Academy at any time and I'd be more than happy to help you. You can go to chelseajoe.co backslash Academy and you can join like right now, today. You can get started for $97 a month, which is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. So The reason I bring that up is because you can structure this to where if you only need 15 hours a week to work your business, you do five-hour work blocks on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you're off Thursday through Saturday with your kids, and you're solely just focusing on having fun with them. Maybe on Thursdays and Fridays, Thursday is your house day where you kind of dig in and you do some things in your house, and you you stack your fundamental needs on those days because you're doing them with your kids, right? There's so many different ways to fill in the framework of what time blocking is for us as work from home moms. And there is literally no reason why your kids being home from summer should mess with that. You just need to sit down and put on your, okay, it's summertime glasses and look at it a little bit differently. Get a little bit creative. Sit down create this specific framework or this structure as I hear a lot of you guys talk about it and build something that works for your family. You have the ability to do that. You have the creativity. You have the excitement and the enthusiasm. You love your children. You love being with your kiddos. Do you love being in your work? Absolutely. So do I. But you also feel guilty when you're not spending time with your kids. And I get it. So that's why you need to sit down and you need to figure out for the next eight weeks, I'm not just going to plug my kids on social and let them just go spend their entire summer teenage years like scrolling Facebook and Instagram or put my kids on YouTube all weekend long. Because, and I will tell you guys this, we deleted YouTube from everything because it is horrible. Bailey May would literally sit on YouTube for hours on end, and it's just not okay. I love you, and I respect you as a mom, but if you know that you are letting your kids sit on any type of of screen time for hours and hours and hours on end, and it is changing their behavior to the point to where you notice it, you need to stop right now and do something about it. You've got to make a change because that is their little mind. That is their little heart and soul. That is their future. That is your bond. That is your relationship with them. That is being altered because of too much screen time. Now, I was not going to talk about that, but I know that you don't want that. So there is nothing wrong. We use screen time in my house. We use it regularly, actually. Um, Not every day. But there are certain days of the week, probably two days a week, where my work block in the afternoon, Bailey May sits with me and she does her like school education games, her learning games. And sometimes it's coloring. Sometimes it's playing the piano. 
they're games that we love that we put on there for her. And she sits next to me and I work on my laptop and she works on hers. Now, is that my first choice for what I want to do with my kiddo? No, it's not. It's not at all. But I do realize that my first choice is to be home with them and to be present with them most days of the week. And I am doing that. There has to be a way for you to gauge what this looks like and be honest with yourself. That's why I said, talk to your husband, talk to your kids. What do you want this to look like? Do you want them to be on screen time every day for two hours and you set a certain time and they start and they stop? Do you want one day or two days a week to be complete and utter free play? And they can have screen time there as long as certain benchmarks have been met. These chores are done or this amount of of work has been completed or this many chapters in their book has been read. Like, what do you want this to look like? Because that is really all that's going to matter, right? As long as you know what you want the summer to look like and you sit down, go back through this episode again and write down all the steps, it's going to be a breeze total piece of cake. What I really want you to walk away with is understanding that you need to create a system for your summer. And you are listening to the Systemize Your Life podcast, which I I think that you have to begin to understand how to utilize systems in every single area of your life. It doesn't matter what you're approaching. But as soon as you begin to feel like, oh, well, what am I going to do? And it feels like there's too much to tackle. You can approach it in a systematic way so that your brain can thrive and not be, quote unquote, overwhelmed. When you start chunking and grouping, categorizing and lining up, just like we talked about, right? Create a system Get rid of all of the things in your in your eight weeks of summer, even if you have six weeks, you have 10 weeks, whatever your summer looks like for your kiddos' school for their summer break is besides the point. The numbers are not the point here, right? It's that you need to sit down and look at what are you really working with and then from there create some kind of system. Either you slap a theme on the specific week or you assign specific activities or like people that are going to be taking care of them and write it down on a piece of paper. You don't have to use my system, but this is the system that we came up with. I'm sure you have great ideas. You know a lot of things that your kids would love to get into for the summer. If you have little, little, little ones, summertime is a great time for you to be looking at, are there swim lessons that you guys can do to fill that morning block twice a week? Because you're all going to be with each other 24-7. Maybe there's just specific like reading times down at the library where you guys can get together. It all just, a lot of this honestly does depend on what your social limitations and your gathering limitations are. um, Your preferences for your family and what what this scene looks like where you are locally. Like I said, for Arizona, we have a lot more that's beginning to open up again. Um, And there's just so much potential. And first of all, don't let that overwhelm you, right? Sit down and think about what kind of system you want to create. Being able to have a system for your summer is going to make you stop and think, oh my gosh, (laughs) maybe I don't 
have as much time with my kids as I actually want. And you can totally flip the script on thinking, oh, what am I going to do with my kids this entire summer to I am so excited and we don't have enough time to do all the things that I want to do with them. I challenge you. I really, really challenge you to come up with your own system and pop it inside the Facebook group. How cool would it be if other moms loved the system that you came up with that you're going to use for your kiddos as a work from home mom, right? This summer, even if you're a working mom outside of the house and you came up with something that you're going to do with your kids that they're excited about, come share it inside the group. That's, that's the fun part of being inside of a community of other women that are listening to this podcast. We're all thinking about the same things. We're all going through the same challenges and you guys have incredible ideas I want to see what kind of systems you come up with for your summertime because I know that they're going to be awesome. You guys got to hear ours. And um, I actually have a couple more um, like parts of this system left for me and my own family that I haven't solidified yet. So also know that too um, before we wrap up this episode that you don't have to do this all in one sitting. Blaine and I have been going over this for like the last three weeks or so, maybe four And I still have those in-between weeks where I know we're not doing anything and they're not going to be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, right? So on Thursdays and Fridays, what is that going to look like for us? I want to sit down and I want to figure that out. Not, Not to put anything in stone, but for me to have my basket of preparedness, for me to have my arsenal ready so that I don't let the summer control me and I don't let my kids control me that I'm in control of my time and that I am the one that is living with intention. So many people say, oh, you're a control freak. It's not about being in control. It's about I intend to live a certain way and I'm going to do what I can to live that way. Regardless if my plan comes to fruition or not, at least I worked really hard at doing what I intended to do. And if you don't have any intentions for what you're going to do this summer, you're going to be a mess. And so are your kids. And it's not going to be fun. And you're going to blow it. So don't blow it. Get a system on board for your summer. And then come share it inside the Facebook group. Okay, that is all I have for you today. I had a really good time recording this episode for you. And I am looking forward to hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group until next time. And um, as always, it's so much fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.